0: Abraham had one child of the flesh and one child of the promise. When God spoke about Abraham, he referred to him having his only son, and yet he had two sons. God did not look upon Abraham as having any son except the child. Of the promise though he did have Ishmael and God said he would make of Ishmael a great nation but that Isaac was the child of the promise what does this mean is it important to us today it is because the elect of God are the children of the promise in Genesis chapter 12 God revealed himself to Abram, later called Abraham. Now the Lord had said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show thee. And I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thy name great and thou shalt be a blessing and I will bless them that bless thee and curse him that curseth thee and in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed in this last statement we see that at some point the Gentiles will be the children of God in thee shall all families of the earth be Be blessed. So Abram departed as the Lord had spoken to him, and Lot went with him, and Abram was seventy and five years old when he departed out of Haran. It's important to note the age of Abram when he left his father's house, for this reason by this age stated here we know that Abram Abraham had to wait for 25 years before that promised son would be given to him that's a long time to wait for a promise from God isn't it but this is an example for us when we are told something by God it may not happen immediately, it might happen immediately, but you might have to wait on it. And in waiting on it, you have to cling to faith that it was God who spoke this to you. This is a pretty big step for a person to take to walk out from his country, from his relations, from his relatives, from his father's house, and go into a place which was not even specified at that time. He had to take the first act of faith by just departing. Let's read this once again. Now, the Lord had said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show thee. And I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thy name great and thou shalt be a blessing and i will bless them that bless thee and curse him that curseth thee and in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed all abraham had to do is leave so abram departed as the lord had spoken unto him And Lot went with him, and Abram was seventy-five years old, when he departed out of Haran. And Abram took Sarah his wife, and Lot his brother's son, and all their substance that they had gathered, and the souls that they had gotten in Haran. And they went forth unto the land of Canaan, and unto the land of Canaan they came, That was the first place they went. They moved from there. But that was the first place. Wherever Abram went, God would be with him. It's also that way for us. In Acts chapter 17 of the New International Version original translation, I'm paraphrasing, it says, He will determine the times you live at the places you live and the exact places where you shall live at the exact time God determines that. That's in Acts 17. It's also in the King James. It's just maybe a little more difficult to understand in the King James. The New International original version which they changed it as they revised the New International, but the original version makes it very clear. God will choose where we live and the exact times that we live in those places. So Abraham started out from his father's house not knowing where he was going. God said he would show him, and Abraham believed God. Sarah, Abraham's wife, was barren and Abraham had no children. Yet God has said to him, I will make of thee a great nation. At one point in time, Sarah gave her handmaiden to Abraham so that they could produce children. This is the child of the flesh. This is equivalent to feeling that you can go forward and be baptized at church and be a Christian. That might happen, and it might not happen. When I was 15, I went forward at the church that my aunt attended, Church of Christ, and was baptized in water. I didn't know I was committing sin at that time. That had not been revealed to me. I just didn't want to go to hell. And from what I was hearing, the preacher say was, come forward and be baptized. So I did. I was not changed at all. This was simply an act of my own flesh. It had nothing to do with God or the Spirit of God. Now, I'm sure at that moment, I believed that Jesus was the Son of God. I'm sure I believe Jesus was raised from the dead and was in heaven. I didn't know much else, but I'm sure I believe that. But it was still an act of my flesh. Nothing changed. It makes you so grateful that God chose you and changed you. Because that's what being born again is. Being chosen by God and changed by God. For when I was approximately 37 years old, God spoke to me. It was in my bedroom, and God said, You know those mistakes you've been making all these years? Those weren't mistakes. Those were sins. And I said, Sins? I thought they were mistakes. Instantly, I was changed, born again. Now I am one of the children of the promise. It's totally different from the child of the flesh. Ishmael was the son that was born to Abraham and Sarah's handmaiden. 25 years later, when Abraham was 100 years old and Sarah was 90, the child of the promise Came because God had told Sarah the year before she conceived, before the child was born, that she would have a son. And she laughed because, at her age, 90, and the angels who delivered the message said, Nothing is impossible with God. And Sarah believed then because we read in Hebrews that she believed, and by faith she had that son. But he was the child promised to Abraham, and the seed of the promise was going to go through Isaac, not through Ishmael. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 11, Through faith Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed and was delivered of a child, when she was past age, because she judged him God faithful who had promised. Concerning Abraham, in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 8, we read By faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance, obeyed. And he went out. Not knowing whither he went, he didn't know where he was going. God said he would show him, but he hadn't shown him, he just departed from his father's house. It says in verse 9 By faith Abraham sojourned in the land of promise, as in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. Jacob the son of Isaac, for he looked for a city which has foundations, whose builder and maker is God. The children of the promise are the elect of God. We are chosen by God by his own will, not by anything that we're doing good. There is a scripture in Isaiah where it says, "He sought us. And we weren't even looking for him. And that's my story. I wasn't looking for God at the time I was born again. I was doing whatever seemed right to me in my own eyes. Whatever would advance me in whatever I happened to be doing. But I wasn't looking for God or asking God about his will of what I should do. He just revealed himself to me that night. It was August 5th, 1975, when he revealed himself to me by his word. And I was completely changed instantly from the person that I had been. Change is the major way to tell if you're born again. You are different from what you used to be. And you know it is God who changed you. You didn't change yourself. Paul says in 2 Corinthians five seventeen, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. That's exactly what happened. It wasn't that I went out and learned what to do. I was instantly born again, changed. Now, being a child of the promise, A child of the Spirit, having been given the Spirit of God to teach me and guide me and show me what to do. For that's what the Spirit of God does. Paul speaks of the elect of God in the following scriptures, Romans 9. For they are not all Israel, which are of Israel, neither because they are the seed of Abraham Are they all children? But in Isaac shall thy seed be called. That is, they which are the children of the flesh. These are not the children of God, but the children of the promise are counted for the seed. For this is the word of promise. At this time will I come, and Sarah shall have a son And not only this, but when Rebecca also had conceived by one, even by our father Isaac. For the children, being not yet born, neither having done any good or evil, that the purpose of God according to election might stand, not of works, but of him that calleth, it was said unto her, The elder shall serve the younger. Verse 13, As it is written, God says, Jacob have I loved, but Esau have I hated. Even before the children were born, Jacob was chosen by God and made to be the elect of God even before he was born. If we look at Ephesians 1 we see a lot in Ephesians chapter 1 about being chosen by God now what does this really mean it means salvation is of God and not of ourselves it's not by our own will but it is through God's will for his own purpose Many churchgoers will try to explain away the election of God. But we look at the following scripture and we see once again a reference to the elect of God. For that's who Jesus is coming for when he comes the next time. He's coming to gather the elect of God. Matthew 24, 31 And he, Jesus, shall send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet, and they shall gather together his elect from the four winds from one end of heaven to the other. The elect of God will be gathered by Jesus in the last day and taken off this earth and will rise to meet Jesus in the air and also will be with those who have been risen from the dead. The elect of God. Throughout the Bible, we read in the New Testament of this elect of God. There is a difference between churchgoers and the elect of God. Those who are the elect of God are chosen by God. They did nothing to get chosen. God just chose them. It's very much like when Jesus walked on the earth and saw the 12 apostles one by one and said, follow me. He chose them. He chose them. They did nothing to be worthy, to be a child of God. Jesus chose them. And it's the same thing for us today who are the elect of God. We did nothing to seek God He just sought us and got us and called us and changed us into his children. Born again. That's what born again means. We're changed by God. The elect of God are born again by the will of God and are given the Holy Spirit of God. And the Holy Spirit is critical because the Holy Spirit teaches us all things, reminds us of everything Jesus has said, guides us into all truth, and shows us things to come. I'm quoting from two sections of Scripture, John chapter 14, verse 26, John chapter 16, verse 13. Back to Romans 9, verse 16. So then it is not of him that willeth, nor of him that runneth, but of God that showeth mercy. For the scripture saith unto Pharaoh, Even for this same purpose have I raised thee up, that I might show my power in thee, and that my name might be declared throughout all the earth. In the case of Pharaoh, he was going to be destroyed verse 18 Paul says therefore hath he mercy on whom he will have mercy and whom he will he hardeneth here is an example of the elect of God it's in Matthew chapter 16 Peter was one of the elect of God we know he was because he spoke words that he had no way of knowing Except that God showed him this. Matthew 16 When Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, this starts at verse 13, he asked his disciples, saying, Whom do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? And they said, Some say that thou art John the Baptist, some Elias, and others Jeremias, or one of the prophets. And he saith unto them, But whom say ye that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. If you want to recognize the elect of God, they will say something that they have no way of knowing, except God showed them, and you recognize them that way. I once had a dream that a war was going on, And the problem was we were all dressed in the same uniform. All of us say we're Christians, but we're not all Christians. The elect of God are Christians, and those who go to church and do the things that man says, that's not the child of the promise. In this dream, God gave us a password, and when we use that password, we recognized which soldiers were on our side, were in our army because of that password. Because we were all looked the same. We all looked the same. It's only when we spoke, we knew one another. Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus knew that God had revealed himself to Peter And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. This is the miracle of being born again. It's God who opens our eyes to see, and then we're born again and changed, given a new spirit to live in us verse 18 and jesus said i say unto thee that thou art peter and upon this rock i will build my church now some people have thought that peter was a rock peter is not the rock that word that came to peter from god is the rock and the church is built on that Word that God gives to each one of us individuals who belong to Him. And together we share what God has told us. And that's how the church is built by the word that is revealed from God to the individual. But there are a great many people that go about doing good works that God never told them to do. There was a man who came to our house as an exterminator. He identified himself immediately as a Christian. And he worked on the bugs and did his little spraying and stuff like that. But he was in my bedroom and he said, in the summers, I go with a friend of mine and we go off to do ministry work. And he started telling me of the names of the towns that he went to to do this ministry. And I said to him, I stopped him, and I said, Let me ask you a question. How did God show you to do this? He was absolutely dumbfounded. He just froze. He couldn't tell me any answer to my question. Matthew chapter 7, verse 21. If you back up to verse 20, Jesus says, By their fruits you will know them. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? And in thy name have cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful works? And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. Even their works were iniquity, because God didn't send them. You have to be sent by God. It has to be a call on your life. Before I was born again, I used to hear about being called by God, and I thought, well, what does this mean? How how can you be called by God? But after I was called by God, I knew what it meant. God spoke directly to me and showed me my sin that I could be saved. It wasn't that I was trying to find God. I, was, I wasn't. And this is that situation in Isaiah where he said, I will be found by those who do not seek me. It's the elect of God, being called by God. Let's look at Ephesians chapter 1 for a minute. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God. Paul is a key example of the elect of God. He was out persecuting the Christians on the road to Damascus when a bright light shined around him and Jesus spoke to him. And he was completely changed after that. That's what it's all about. When you're born again, you're a new creature. You're changed. So Paul, he he says, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, to the saints which are at Ephesus, and to the faithful in Christ Jesus. Grace be to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ wherein He hath made us accepted in the Beloved. After I was born again, I would go to church, and I would think, how will they accept me? How will they accept me? And He showed me this verse of Scripture. He has made me accepted in the Beloved. He has given me words to speak, which when they hear those words, they know I am of God and not coming of myself. And in verse 11, in whom also we have obtained an inheritance being predestinated according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will, that we should be to the praise of his glory Who first trusted in Christ, in whom ye also trusted, after that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also, after that ye believed, ye were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise. We recognize one another by that spirit that is in us who speaks through us. Often there are religious spirits in people. That's not the child of the promise. That's the child of the flesh who made himself into the church without having the spirit of God. We can recognize the difference. Those people who speak by another spirit, trouble you. You will try to explain it away saying, oh, it's just me. But what it is, is it's the Holy Spirit that's in you is grieved by that religious person who does not belong to God. And what he speaks grieves the Holy Spirit that's in you. And when a person comes along who has the Spirit of God and speaks, you have joy. One time there was a young man who came to visit me. And he said, oh, it is so nice to be around a godly woman. And he said, but it's good for you too because now you have someone you can tell your troubles to. And I said, well, but I don't tell my troubles to a human He said, you don't? Well, who do you tell them to? I said, God. He was so shocked. But he recognized I was of God. They will recognize you are of God, but you will also recognize when they are not of God because you are going to be troubled when they speak if they're not of God. But if they have the Spirit of God in them, you are going to rejoice. It will be... Love, joy, peace. You will have those characteristics in you arise as a result of what they've spoken. And you will recognize they are of God when you are of God. In John chapter 3, verse 3, Jesus said, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. He can't see things of God unless he's born again. Paul said exactly the same thing in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him, neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. Unless you are born again, You cannot see things of God. Genesis chapter 4. And Adam knew Eve, his wife, and she conceived and bare Cain and said, I have gotten a man from the Lord. And she again bare his brother Abel. And Abel was a keeper of sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. Here we have two brothers. Cain the eldest, Abel the second brother, the younger of the two. Each of them bring an offering to God. Verse 3, and in the process of time it came to pass that Cain the eldest brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord. And Abel he also brought of the firstlings of his flock and of the fat thereof. And the Lord had respect unto Abel and to his offering. But unto Cain and his offering he, God, had not respect. And Cain was very wroth, and his countenance fell. And the Lord said unto Cain, Why art thou wroth, and why is thy countenance fallen? If thou doest well, shalt thou not be accepted? And if thou doest not well, sin lieth at the door. I have had people in our own church group who are afraid of me. Why? Because they're doing something wrong, and they know it. Well, if you know you're doing something wrong, stop doing it. Correct yourself with God. David prayed in Psalm 51, Created me. A clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. I've prayed that over myself many times. When I have been in strife with someone, you can get off when you start striving with someone. And you better know this because you want to turn to God at that time and ask Him to renew your joy. Because you won't have joy when you're striving with someone. Even when you're striving for a good thing. Your joy will leave temporarily. So I just always ask God to renew my joy, to give me peace again and joy, and create in me a new, a clean heart, and renew a right spirit in me. Paul said in 1 Corinthians 15, Be not deceived. When they speak corruption, it can affect your manners. Evil communications corrupt good manners, says Paul. And that's true. You can pick up some of the wrong spirit from that other person. You need to be turning to God when you realize that and pray that your heart will be cleansed by God, that he will create in you a clean heart. Genesis chapter 4. And Cain talked with Abel, his brother. And it came to pass when they were in the field that Cain rose up against Abel, his brother, and slew him. And the Lord said unto Cain, Where is Abel thy brother? And he said, I know not. Am I my brother's keeper? But God is not deceived by Cain or by anyone else. He knows Everything that is in each of us, you can't hide from God. Verse 10, And he, God, said, What hast thou done? The voice of thy brother's blood crieth unto me from the ground. And now art thou cursed from the earth, which hath opened up her mouth to receive thy brother's blood from thy hand sin carries penalties when thou tillest the ground says god it shall not henceforth yield unto thee her strength a fugitive and a vagabond shalt thou be in the earth and cain said unto the lord my punishment is greater than i can bear behold thou hast driven me out this day from the face of the earth and from thy face shall I be hid. And I shall be a fugitive and a vagabond in the earth, and it shall come to pass that every one that findeth me shall slay me. And the Lord said unto him, Therefore whosoever slayeth Cain, vengeance shall be taken on him sevenfold. And the Lord set a mark upon Cain, lest any finding him should kill him. And Cain went out from the presence of the Lord and dwelt in the land of Nod on the east of Eden. Cain had children, and that would have been of the flesh. God gave to Eve another child named Seth, and you will find him listed in the elect of God as God gives In latter chapters, the genealogy of Adam, Seth is listed as the son of Adam. There is an elect of God, people chosen by God, changed by God. If you are one of them, you know it because you know how different you are now from the person you were before. And that is always a sign of being born again. You're a different person, born again. If you are not changed, what I would recommend to you is just fall down and ask God to please have mercy on you. Perhaps that will happen. Thank you for allowing me to speak with you today.